Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. I'm excited about this episode, uh, always excited about every episode, but I always like to say thank you. I really do feel blessed with this podcast. We get messages on a weekly basis of just people saying thank you. Uh, my intention when I started this podcast was just to share whatever knowledge comes through. I just want to share it. And um, as I always tell you, we'll pick topics a couple of months in advance. Um, we are starting something different today. So we've had guests before, but talking to Stacey, we really felt it was a good time to bring more guests onto the show to give a different perspective, a different energy. So today I'm excited to introduce the amazing Nicole Starbuck uh, as a guest. And I'm going to ask her to introduce, introduce herself. Nicole, could you introduce yourself, please? Yes, thank you so much for having me here. Such an honor and a privilege to share for anyone that doesn't know me or know my story. My name is Nicole Starbuck, and I am a psychic empath, quantum energy healer, spiritual mentor, and life coach. And I'm just super passionate about showing people how to tune into their intuition and use and develop their spiritual gifts and abilities to create their dream life. Wow, I love the intro, and I'm excited to have you here. love your energy. And yeah, just a quick intro for me. I'm sure everyone knows me, but I'm Nims. I'm an Akashic record reader, Akashic trainer, podcast host, podcast creator, and spiritual coach and mentor. And I really do feel now is a time where there's a lot of energy and a vibration around us where the universe is pushing us to integrate our lessons, release our comic logs, and really kind of shine our light. So um, yes, and Nicole, I'd love to hear more about your story in terms of kind of what brings you here. This this episode, we're really going to focus on, um, is it anxiety into intuition? How do, we sh- how do we shift from being anxious to being aligned? I love that. And I'll start my story going way back over 25 years ago. I first discovered my spiritual gift and ability, psychic intuition, when I was nine years old. I was coming out of school to get picked up, and out of nowhere, I had this random thought, a bird's going to poop on me right now. And I kid you not, right then and there, it pooped right here on my arm. And I remember looking down and being in shock and thinking, oh my goodness, this is so disgusting, and I, I can't believe I just predicted this. And that really opened up the door for me receiving predictive dreams and premonitions and visions. And I would see things and they would come true. And it was kind of scary and exciting. And imagine being that young and having all of this happening. And I didn't really have an environment where I could develop that in a safe and supportive way. I grew up in a very conservative religious household and these things weren't really talked about and when they were it was very negative and so I just kept a lot of what I was thinking and feeling and seeing to myself which ended up creating a lot of anxiety for me because I felt like I couldn't control what was happening to me I couldn't control the outcomes that I was seeing and so I just kept ruminating and ruminating and ruminating getting stuck in these these thought loops and patterns This also led to some depression for me because I wasn't living in alignment with my authentic truth. So growing up with anxiety and depression, high-functioning anxiety, high-functioning depression, but nonetheless still suffering here. And then um, this also created a lot of disease or dis-ease in my body. So then I got to be in my early 20s. I thought I was doing everything right. Go to school, get good grades get a good job, everything will be fine. But it really wasn't because I wasn't, I wasn't free to be myself. And 
that really came to a head. I woke up in the ER. They told me I had had a panic attack. And that was a choice for me to, do I want to go down this route of traditional Western medication or do I want to go down this route of holistic healing? So I chose the holistic healing route. Nice. And as I got in, yeah, it was very good for me. As I got into that more and more, I went, I went more so at, at first with personal growth and development, which worked well for me. And as I got into that for several years, I realized I was still missing the spiritual component. I was still missing the essence of my soul of you know, coming into my own as a psychic and an intuitive. And I had a sort of second spiritual awakening later in my 20s, where I had gone to this retreat and this woman just turned to me and she said, you're psychic. And I'm thinking, oh, you're not supposed to know that. That's my secret. I don't tell anybody <laughs> that. That's just between like me and my creator. And and uh, that really showed me that it was safe. She helped me to unleash the blocks that I had around there and really coming into my psychic gifts. So I started offering professional psychic readings. I started doing professional healing sessions. I got trained in a lot of different modalities and doing that. And what I noticed was that a lot of the people that were coming to me for psychic readings, for healing sessions, were also highly sensitive, highly empathic. And I felt like the readings weren't really getting to the root cause, which is, hey, you have a lot of undeveloped skills that want to come out. Let's get these out yeah. rather than just, oh, well, this you're going to find your soulmate on this date, right? Like that's not really allowing them to come into their power. And so that was really a huge call for me to create a program that would then guide them through that process of awakening these gifts within them to do the readings and healings for themselves and for other people, which is now what I do with Oracle Academy and Psychic School. So I'm just super passionate about showing people, hey, your anxiety is a sign of your intuition coming through. It's just there's all this other interference coming in. Let's clear the clutter so we can get back to you, tune back into your inner wisdom so you can hear directly from source. Wow, I love that. I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to kind of Growing up, knowing they have something happening around them, not really understanding it, not really have a platform to share. And I really do feel there's the kind of the role of a parent now is to allow the, the children that come into our world to just be themselves. And, you know, it's like we all have so many programming. And the anxiety, I feel, comes from a place where our programming doesn't align to our soul's gifts. Mm. And that's where the anxiety comes from because we're not living truly authentic. But as a child, how do you even know that? How do you even know that? Because you have this programming, right? You have this program which says that you should follow this path of, you know, going to school, getting good grades, you know, going to going to college and, you know, kind of graduating, all that sort of stuff, and then getting in, into a normal, whatever a normal role is. Um, but I'm a big believer we all have gifts. And our soul has worked many lifetimes for these gifts. And what we're trying to do is really um, discover these gifts. And sometimes we have these expectations that the gifts are going to come through like a big epiphany, a big flash in the sky, and all of a sudden. But for me, it's like we all have these intuitive abilities, and they're like a muscle. The more you use them, the more you connect with your gifts. And... Our gifts are unique to us, right? It's like the other thing that a lot of people do is compare. Oh my God, this person can see all these things and can visualize all these, these things. And all I can do is I can feel. And um, what's wrong with that? 
what's wrong with truly feeling in his sight? And sometimes it's our expectations of, oh, the messages that come through should be in a different voice. No, a lot of the time the messages come through in our own voice, right? And it's that the more that we can just be open to, to magic, the, the easier it gets. And, you know, I, I've shared my, my story previously, but it's pretty much I was on a corporate path, same as you. I was very much determined to become CEO of the world and do what I'm meant to do and, you know, kind of take over the world a bit at a time. And, you know, I had my awakening by some a friend at the time doing a little bit of, you know, black magic because she thought I was being too successful. And, you know, that led me to being out of work for two years. But somehow I was guided, guided to a healer who understood and kind of guided me to something happening. And that led me and really opened me up to a spiritual path. And so it is interesting how the universe does support us to open up magically if we are open to it. And sometimes those nudges become much, much uh much stronger if we don't listen, right? I think the universe has a role to play. So um, so this topic of, you know, kind of anxiety really being intuition, kind of what led you down that path to really kind of taking those anxious feelings that you have and you turn them into, I guess, your gift? How, how did you go down that path and what advice would you have for our listeners? Yeah, thank you. I really see anxiety as a symptom or a warning sign so it's not that oh i'm this developed psychic empath and it never it never comes back up and it completely went away i still at times have some anxious thoughts and so when i feel this coming into my field and now i'm much more aware of my energy and my field and what's coming in and what's mine and what's not and for me i always bring everything back to the body and i love that you said well it's not coming through as a vision. It's coming through as a feeling. And is that okay? Absolutely. There are all different flavors and types of psychics and intuitives. You can think, you can feel, you can sense, you can know, you can smell, you can hear all of the things, right? But I love to bring it back to the body because then we're not looking at a tool outside of ourselves to get answers. Pendulum, tarot, these are great visuals, but I, I want for everyone to know you are psychic and you do already have the answers inside of you. So let's bring it back to your inner wisdom. And so when I feel this thought creeping in, like an anxious thought, a sense of overwhelm or dis-ease, to me, it kind of feels like a, like a dagger, like little knives coming in towards me, or just kind of this shaking or vibrating around my head, this kind of sharp energy right here. And so then I know, hey, this isn't me. This is something outside of me. This is connected to this situation or that person. Or I had just spent time in this room and there was a lot of vibes here. So this is coming into my field. Because what I show people is if we go into our bodies, our wisdom centers, and we feel truth in our body, because this is the other question I get, is it anxiety or intuition? Is it me or is it coming from source, right? Is it just my voice or is it something from spirit? Where we feel truth in our bodies, if I was to ask you a very simple question or make a statement like the sky is blue, where do you feel that? For me, I feel that in my gut. It's a sort of clenching, like a strengthening in my solar plexus, which is in the stomach area for anyone that doesn't know. And you may feel that somewhere else. 
you may feel when, that. When I, asked that my, when I asked myself that same question, I got the same response. It's in my gut. It's, yeah. in, it's really interesting. It kind of comes up in the same way you described. That's really cool. Yeah, like a clenching. But some people, yeah. I, you know, I do this exercise pretty regularly with people and, and some people feel it in their heart, like a swelling of the chest, like an expansion. Some people, when I've done this exercise, feel like a swaying one way to the other, left to right, or maybe forwards and backwards as their yes. Or maybe some people, it's just a nod of the head. And there's no right or wrong. This is totally, you know, unique to you. And so if I were to flip that and say, well, the sky is green. Immediately, I want to shake my head. Like, no, <laughs> the sky is not green. No, no, no. That is not truth. That is not truth. And so then we we repeat this exercise with a different set of questions so we can start to identify the pattern so you can feel what truth feels like in your body. So if I were to say the grass is green immediately, I feel that clenching in my gut. Yes, the grass is green. I can feel very solid in that, in that knowledge. And then if I were to say the grass is purple, immediately my head wants to shake like, no, 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 no. <laughs> So then we get into, okay, well, now we've identified truth. And again, how you feel a yes and how you feel a no may be different, right? I've had people that feel no's like just like as a tingling on their forehead or just a sensation in the hands. There's no right or wrong. It's unique to you. So then how do we know? So now we know, is this anxiety or intuition? We've identified, well, this is not coming from a, a place of truth in my body. So this must be anxiety. This must be coming from preconceived notions of things from my parents, things from my past, perceptions from my spouse or partner, like obligations for my kids, the news, the media, the social media, the school system, religious constructs, instructors, like if we were to unplug all of that, yeah. right, then we get great. So much programming, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So then we get into, well, how do we know if it's just me talking in my head versus something from spirit, God, source, spirit, universe, whatever you want to call that higher power. And again, we go back to what you had just shared is how do you receive messages? I tend to get either a voice in my head or it kind of pops up in my third eye or my forehead as a sort of text message or going back in the day, like instant message, right? And it'll just pop up as, as if it were something else speaking to me or sharing something with me. Yeah. And I do also get sometimes like a feeling in my body, like a gut sense of knowing or a gut instinct or just like a tingling sensation in my hands or arms. And then I know, okay, hey, a message is coming through. Another really common one that I get and I hear a lot of people get is the ringing in the ears, yeah. especially in times of high stress when we're usually acting out of fear and not faith. Ringing in the ears comes in and says, hey something's going okay, on let's yeah, tune yeah. in let's check in hi there it's spirit right and so then we know okay this is coming from source versus um the other differentiator is if it is something a message that's coming through and it is acting out of love it is acting out of faith it is telling us the big t truth that's going to move us forward towards our greatest good and highest potential that's from God, that's from source versus if it's something that's coming in and it's a doubt of fear and anxiety is something that's trying to pull us back and constrict our energy and keep us stuck, plugged into this matrix system that we're living in. Then we know, Hey, that's, that could be me. That could be ego. That could be the matrix. That could be just, you know, past life yeah. karma contract stuff coming in. I, I just, yeah, just check if, if the feeling feels light and, you know, kind of you you get to you know it straight away instinctively if it's if it's a heavy feeling then you know it probably comes from emotion comes from ego and it's just and i think intuitively we actually know but sometimes it's 
we start to doubt ourselves. So whatever our first instinct is, that's a message. Then it probably is a message. If, if our instinct is, hmm, that feels really heavy, intense, emotional, that's probably not a message. It's just if we could trust our own intuition, which is kind of weird because we talk about intuition, but we know what's a message from, from a higher source intuitively than from, and it's just, it's interesting, even the angel numbers, there's so many different ways of receiving. And I always advise people, your way is your way. And we can talk about so many different examples, so many different modalities. And for me, when I started, it was all just feelings. And it was all kind of just a feeling that I was getting. And it's like, I could be talking to somebody and all of a sudden I'll be getting a feeling for that person. This is what they should do, or this is what I'm like, who am I to tell this person? But the thing is, if you're getting those type of hits, the more you share, the more your muscle starts to grow and starts to. So, yeah, I, I love this conversation. I could talk about this forever. So, um, because it is, but if, if I was to, um, so I talk to a lot of people who at the moment are feeling very anxious. And sometimes the, the heaviness and the, of the anxiety is kind of all consuming. So, I mean, is it always easy kind of then to slow down and really kind of ask yourself that question about the sky being blue? Um, you know, how, how would your advice be if somebody feels totally consumed with anxiety right now? Because there is a lot happening, right? I mean, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of us are going through a reset, a rebirth, and if that anxiety feels all consuming, what would you advise somebody to do? Mm. I'll give you a call. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I love this question. And and just to be clear, the whole sky is blue thing is just to determine what your energetic signature is. No, you don't it. have to, you don't have to do that every time. But sometimes it's useful to just sit with the energy for a little bit because we we sometimes get in our heads. Well, if if I'm anxious, that means that I need to be afraid of the anxiety and try and get rid of it. Right. But the anxiety or depression or whatever we're experiencing can be useful to redirect course. Like I'm coming out of a season, maybe a couple of weeks where I was just sitting in some grief that I just wasn't quite sure where it was coming from and I'm just sitting in this energy meditating and just feeling into it and asking myself these questions like spirit where is this coming from does it feels like grieving it feels a little bit like anxiety it feels a little bit like the depressive episodes that I used to have before this spiritual awakening and it showed me two things it showed me my and in in this Right as I was feeling into this question, my mom was signing papers to sell her house, which is the longest time anyone in our family had owned a home because we used to move a lot when I was growing up, like every year, every other year we were moving. So there was that. And then it was also showing me just different ways that I was showing up in my life and my relationships and in my business. And it was saying like, you're doing too much and you're doing too much of the wrong things to cut things out let go and cut things out and keep it simple. And so when I realized this, and this again, is just being aware of the feeling, not being afraid of the feeling, but just kind of sitting with it and then just being comfortable with the uncomfortable and sitting with it and having that conversation, that dialogue with source and allowing it to reveal these answers to me. And then once I got that clarity, I'm like, okay, now there's an idea here. There's an inspired idea. There's an aligned action. Let me realized the home was the home when it needed to be now we can move on and now actually my mother has moved here to Houston Texas to be here with us so that's great 
And then also let me cut out the extra things in my calendar and my schedule and my business and my marketing and my friendships and relationships. And oh, oh, that feels better. Like now <laughs> I'm not so anxious. Now I don't feel kind of depressed anymore. That's beautiful. It's just, it's, because I, I, I always talk about whatever happens to you happens for you. And it's that, how often do we, when we feel anxious or when we're feeling something uncomfortable, do we try and push it away? And what if that is in some way serving us and we've got to sit with it, accept it? Because, you know, except for me, becoming aware and then accepting who you are is always kind of a first stage in healing. And that's exactly what you've been through, right? You're aware that you weren't feeling quite yourself. And then you were like, well, and you could have fought it, I guess, and maybe you did for a little while. But then you accept it and you sat with it and you, and that for me, I feel is like a really important step is that whatever you're going through, you're meant to, because it's part of your human experience. And if you're feeling anxious, then in some way you're meant to, right? And it's just, what are you processing? What are you processing? But it's like when you're, you know, depending where you are on your spiritual journey, if you've created a habit to feel anxious all the time, it is a muscle you've created. So it is important to sit there and ask yourself those questions. Well, hold on. How is this anxiety serving me? What is it? What, what is the message that it's trying to give? And it's like I was saying earlier, this is really a period where we are being pushed to let go of the things that are not serving us, the people, the places, the things that we do. And that's what you just described. You were feeling anxious, overwhelmed, because the universe was giving you all these messages that you need to reset, because I really feel that we're being prepared for whatever's coming next. So... I guess the advice to the listeners, if you're feeling anxious, um, sit with it, process it. Because, you know, how often do we keep ourselves busy because we don't want to feel what we're meant to feel? And just if you allow yourself to feel it, and it's, it is difficult, but there are techniques and ways of always teach, you know, sitting in nature, being in silence to truly just be with yourself, journal about it, um, you know, meditate, whatever resonates with you. I always love spending time in nature and just being, because sometimes when life is busy, 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 we're doing, 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 when sometimes we just need to be. And the universe will carry on. It's not like, yes, we may have a lot to do, but the other question is, if you have a lot to do, have you manifested the business because you don't want to deal with what's happening inside? It's always, you know, so it's, it's just, it really is interesting. And I, I, get, I get the answer sometimes that I make it sound simple. I get it. I get it isn't, right? Sometimes that anxiety can be all-consuming, all but if you you know kind of follow what Nicole's talking about, a simple question, is the sky blue? It's a, kind of like a pattern interrupt. Well, no, the, the sky the sky's purple. It's kind of like it just makes you think a little bit, right? And maybe it snaps you out of Because Einstein would say definition of insanity is keep doing the same thing and expect a different set of results. So we have to do something different, but we have to do it consciously. And, and I'm a big believer that things like anxiety is that we're receiving so much that our human body hasn't got used to receiving that level. And if we could just be open to receiving in a different sort of way, then maybe things do become easier. Do, you know, easier is a relative term, I guess, because we are, we're always expanding and learning. But, you know, it's just... Um, you know, if, if you are going through it, then just try something different, I guess, is the advice to listeners. Um, so on your journey, kind of, what's changed for you now you've kind of 
learn how to manage the anxiety too and you kind of turn it into intuition. What has it meant for you? What has it led to you for you in terms of how your life's changed? I think for me, I just, I go back to this moment in time where I had sort of a relapse between the first and second spiritual awakening. It was a really dark place. I, I, actually, just stop you there. If you're not watching on YouTube, Nicole just went to this beautiful space where I asked her that question and she closed her eyes and she was just present and just really felt it and felt the energy of the vibration. And that's a really powerful thing to do. If you, if you're in this space of not knowing, just if you just close your eyes and just feel what you feel and then respond to how is this anxiety helping you? How is it supporting you? Um, I just felt that was powerful. So sorry to interrupt. Mm, I just okay. felt that that's powerful. Okay. I felt that powerful energy as you close your eyes. And I'm thinking a lot of people are listening and I wouldn't have seen that powerful. Maybe they felt it, but they wouldn't feel that powerful moment where you just truly sat with that question and thought, okay, how am I going to answer it? Powerful. I'm going to do it again to get back into that space. But I, I think about this moment, a really dark, painful place that I just I just wanted it to end it's like I didn't want to go on living I just wanted it to end and it felt like there was this voice that came in and now I I see that was like my higher self time traveling and coming in and saying keep going don't stop there's purpose in the pain you're destined for greatness like you just keep going right and this kept me going and so now I can see how everything that I've gone through and everything that I've experienced has been to share that with other people to save them the pain and suffering that I experienced so that they can go out and impact more lives and those people can go out and impact more lives. Wow. I love that. And I I do feel that, you know, as mentors and coaches, that's part of our role is to, you know, chop down the branches and trees ahead to then give, people a path that maybe they don't need to feel the same level of pain doesn't mean you can bypass the human experience but if we can guide people and let them know that they don't need to sit in that pain that's just beautiful right because everything that does happen to us is training us for whatever's coming next right and i guess another good question to ask our listeners is go back to a place where you did feel that so much pain so much anxiety you got through it what did you learn from that period? Because so often we we don't we don't always think about okay, well, what was our growth in that painful? Because we want to move away from the pain. We don't want to remember the pain, right? But actually, in those painful experiences, I'm sure we've learned so much. So, you know, that's a good question to ask. So, go back to when you were you felt like you were in so much pain, you didn't want to carry on. How did you get through it? What were your lessons? And kind of what what did it lead you to? Because we've got to kind of be grateful for those moments too. And it may sound kind of counterproductive or why am I grateful for pain? Because we did go through that pain and we got through it, right? And we got through the other side because it does serve us in, in some kind of way. And the other thing is I like to do when I'm in that really dark, deep space is sometimes I'll sit there and have a conversation with my soul, my higher self, my, with God, whoever kind of, and just say, well, what were you thinking? Because it's like we decided as a soul what we're here to experience. It's like, what were you thinking? Why did you Why did you sign up for this? And, you know, sometimes it's okay to scream, right, to kind of let it out and to release. And, and because if you keep things inside you, eventually it has to come out. That's why we always recommend journaling and kind of meditating because it's just a great way of releasing. Um, and, I, yeah, I just love this conversation. So... 
I guess is there any other any other insights, any other ways? If people, if if someone's feeling so anxious that they can they listen to this episode and say, well, it's easy for you guys. You've been through it. You're through the other side. I've closed my eyes and you know the the sure the sky is blue, green, purple, whatever color you want it to be, but I still feel this energy, this anxiety, and you know. Any advice you could give our listeners to kind of truly, truly begin the journey? Because there is no silver bullet, right? We need to go through it. But what's the what's the steps they should follow? Yeah, the, the other thing that comes through is sometimes on this spiritual awakening and this journey towards ascension or third eye activation, I get this a lot. Nicole, act, let's activate my third eye. And, and it's kind of like, okay, like, are you ready for that? Because it doesn't stop. It's not like you can just shut it off and it just stops. You're, <laughs> you you're always, you you're always going to hear from source. And so we get into this. And, and what happens is um, when I ask this question, and I liken it, if anyone's ever seen or heard of the matrix, like you take the one pill, you wake up, you take the other pill, you go back to sleep. So once you wake up, you can't go back to sleep. And so some people are like, oh, that's not for me. I don't want to wake up, right? I just want to like stay in my comfort zone and just stay here. That's, and okay. sleep. that's fine. That's your choice. And so if we wake up, there's this sort of tipping point where like, they're like, hey, this is cool. This is exciting. And then they're like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. It never stops, right? And so we can sometimes feel anxiety, not because of all the other stuff I mentioned, the parents and the spouse and the partners and the social media and all that stuff, but because we are receiving so many messages from source and we're constantly receiving messages, not just for ourselves, but our loved ones and our friends and like the strangers in the grocery store and you're, and you're like oh it's a lot right it's overwhelming and so you may actually be sitting with that is I've done the meditation I've done the journaling I've done the manifestation stuff and I'm still overwhelmed and so the overwhelm may actually be coming from all of the messages you're receiving and so a very um, simple practice that we can put into place to help filter that out and process it more effectively and you can go through this step by step and then you you sort of start doing it instinctively where you don't have to go through it in such a regimented fashion, but just taking a moment to kind of slow down and assess asking yourself or asking spirit the question, is this message for me? Because a lot of times you're getting information that's not actually for you. And so if it's not for you, again, going back to where do you feel truth in your body? Yes or no. Then we can let it go. <sighs> Take a deep breath, let it go. So if the message is for you, then asking the follow-up question is this something within my control? Most often it's not. So then we take another deep breath, <sighs> let it go, right? And if it's in with your control, then asking the question, does this need to get done right now? Is there an aligned action here? And does this need to get done right now? Yes or no? Again, going back to your body, where do you feel that truth? And if it's like, no, it doesn't need to get done right now, taking that deep breath, letting it go. And if it needs to get done right in this moment, even taking it a step further, does this actually need to get done by you? Because so often we want to hold the reins and hold on to control. It doesn't actually need to get done by us. You can pass it on, delegate it out to someone else. And if not, taking a deep breath and letting it go. So that would be a very, very simple framework and understanding sometimes the anxiety is coming from, you know, the matrix and all these other things outside of us. But sometimes the anxiety is just our human body is trying to catch up with the information we're receiving from spirit. And, you know, I love the answer. The other thing that may work is like channel writing. So it's like if you're receiving so much, you know, you can sit there and ask those questions 
And if that doesn't work, just try channel writing. And what channel writing is, is just getting a notepad, whatever, and just writing whatever you feel. Don't, don't, don't judge it, don't process it, just whatever comes out, because it's just, it needs to come out of you somehow, right? If you're receiving that level of information, um, you need to process somehow and kind of, you can also talk to your soul family, your guides, and ask them to slow down. Oh, don't always listen. Um, but sometimes we also got to understand our guides don't know what it's like to be human, right? So sometimes they're sending so much information that, you know, it's just overwhelming. And they they just want to serve you, right? They want to help. They think they're helping you, but all of a sudden it's becoming all-consuming. The other thing I, f- I find that causes anxiety is when you take that pill and you're becoming aware of the things that you should be doing and you're kind of, oh, I know why this is happening to me. It's because of my programming. And this happened when I was growing up and this, you know, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm so good. I am, I'm aware. But thing is, when you take that pill and you become in awareness, if you don't do something with that awareness, it becomes really frustrating. It's okay for a little while because, oh, my God, you know, this is great. I understand who I am. But just understanding who you are Sometimes it's enough because you've got to understand who you are. You've got to accept who you are. Then make a decision what you want to do with that information. Yeah. If that is, I want to do something different, then, you know, accepting who you are first and then deciding you want to change are important steps. And what happens is if you don't take those steps, you do get frustrated and you do get anxious because, you know, arguably we all know what we should be doing. Um, and sometimes what we need to do is just trust, take a, le- a leap of faith, trustful, and just do the steps, do the meditating, do the journaling, but trust in whatever's coming next. Mm. I love that you said that piece about the overwhelm coming from, oh my gosh, I know what my mission is and my purpose is, and there's all this stuff I got to do to like make it happen, right? And then I, because I constantly fall into that trap. Yeah, and spirit, spirit's always like, hey. You're going to be on this lifetime, in this lifetime for a long time. Because the only thing we can control is this moment, right? We can only control this moment. We can't control what's going to happen tomorrow. It's just, if we can just be present and focus and be grateful in this moment, then yesterday is just a memory. Tomorrow will take care of itself, right? And again, I make it sound easy. It doesn't mean that there isn't times when I'm like, oh my God, I want to, what if I don't fulfill my destiny? What if I don't do this? And it's kind of natural, right? Because we feel our destiny. We feel the power of why we're here. And sometimes it is a bit overwhelming and it's okay. We're human, right? And Nicole, I'd love to hear more about what you do. How do you guide people? If somebody wants to work with you, what what does that look like? I'd love for you to share more about what you do on a day-to-day basis. Yes, thank you. So I, for a long time, was doing the psychic readings, like I mentioned, doing one-off healing sessions. And then I had been doing one-on-one. Then I stepped into this year and I love to cast vision for the year. I sit down with my spirit team. I ask them, how would you like for me to show up and serve? And the two words that came through this year were connection and community. And so I was really feeling called to shift, not just and not stopping one-on-one, but stepping into more of a collaborative space where I could be creating sacred spaces and serving communities in a very intentional and connective way. And so how that took shape was a couple of different ways. Years ago, I had gotten this vision for a Facebook group. I started one. It wasn't aligning, so I closed it down and I reopened that. So now we are almost 800 members strong and growing daily. And it's a beautiful, vibrant community of like-minded kindred spirits to come and talk about anything spiritual 
free from judgment. And we don't always agree in this group, but it's a great space for, for collaboration and connection. And another thing that came through was this idea for creating a psychic school for psychics, empaths, intuitives, healers to really hone in on their gifts and develop them in a safe and supportive way. Not the way that I had growing up, like hiding it in the closet, but really coming out into our gifts and really developing that in a supportive environment. And this was actually an idea that I had years ago, but I had gotten the message. It's not the time. And then this year coming into this year, I was like, okay, it's time. And so we've done that. We've created that. And so anyone that is wanting to develop their intuition with personalized guidance or create uh, step into a, some sort of sacred circle or group coaching program, we have free resources, we have paid programs, and we have lots of different ways for people to do that. We also have on our website, the intuitive quiz to discover your spiritual superpowers so that you can learn how you best connect with source. We have five archetypes that we've identified throughout our interactions with one-on-one clients and group programs. We have the artist, the healer, the psychic, the priestess, and the witch who makes magic. And so you are interested in any of that, you can find that online on my website, any of the free groups or paid programs, which is oracleacademy.com. And it's a little play on words with Oracle and Aura, A-U-R-A-C-L-E, academy.com. Wow, I love that. All of that sounds amazing. And um, and I include details on, on Nicole in the show notes if you want to follow up. Um, so I always, I always like to ask, and kind of as we come to the end, um, if we were to kind of ask our listeners and give them some general prompts to really allow to go deeper and to understand why they're feeling anxious, any any general prompts that come to mind that would kind of help someone to go deep on their journey and their anxi- anxiety and truly understand why they're here? Yeah, yeah. So feeling into this, this is a surprise question I've never gotten before, <laughs> feeling into this. And uh, the first one that comes to mind is when do I usually feel anxious or the most anxious? When do I usually feel anxious or the most anxious and what's happening around me in that moment? And when I am feeling anxious, do I take a moment to pause, take a deep breath and reflect? Or do I keep pushing through it? And if I am feeling anxious or have felt anxious before, how would I like to feel instead? And what are some ways that I can bring more of that alignment, balance, and calm. I call it the ABCs, alignment, balance, and calm into my daily life. How am I feeling called to bring more of this into my life? Wow. I love that. I love that. ABC. Um, it's interesting. My the my mentor is no longer in this realm. She always talked about ABC, but she talked about it more about activating the body's consciousness. So, so what, 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 when, what, there's a technique that we use, which connects you to your body's consciousness to understand what's happening. And basically you can take it out of your body and have a conversation with it. So yeah, activating body's consciousness is something that actually I haven't done in a while. It kind of, you reminded me of it. So um, there's so many modalities and techniques that, that we have. And it's just, it's just, they come up, I guess, when they're meant to, right? It's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, Nicole, I've loved, loved having you on this episode. I'm sure we'll interact in different ways moving forward. 
Um, just to finish, I guess, on my side is we do have some promotions this month. So if you are interested in uh, spiritual mentorship, it's a 12-week program. Do reach out. You can get a free discovery call. Um, also read Akashic Records, train on Akashic Records, so many different ways. But if you love this podcast, if you've enjoyed the conversation, then please do rate and review it. Give us some feedback. We always love getting that feedback. And I'm sending all our listeners so much love and light. There is an intense energy around us. So be kind to yourself. And do one thing for yourself today to truly, truly channel out on you. Nicole, I'm going to hand it over to you to close us out. Thank you so much for having me here. It's such an honor and privilege to share. And I hope that, and I know that this has touched the lives of many who've listened and may you can continue to go out and shine a light in the world as well. Oh, I love that. Thank you. And I'll see you all very soon.